up something. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary You still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper, I've been chasing greatness I'm stacking now and balling later, in the conversation We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments And sacrificing temporary sh for bigger blessings Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million if you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that sh** that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Men and Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier. And Deanna, she won't be in on today's episode, but we still gonna we're gonna make it crack and it's gonna be it's gonna be a great one. And uh before we start the show, I just uh, would greatly appreciate it if all you guys could subscribe, rate, and leave a review for our channel. Like everybody that's listening, if y'all could do that, we really, really appreciate it. And getting right into it. So on this episode, I got I got my guy, a fellow, a fellow Chicago Chicago uh I was just bigging him up. I said, you a legend at what you do, man, already, even at your young age. And he's in the uh, mobile home industry killing. I'm pretty sure y'all already know who I'm talking about. If y'all don't, y'all need to get from under a rock. Him, him and his wife, they've been going crazy, man. But I'm talking about my guy, Byron Sellers. He's an investor, the co-founder of Mobile Home Elite. And he's the host of Real Shit Real Estate Podcast. Welcome to the show, bro. You know how excited I am to have you here. Man, thank you, bro. Man, definitely appreciate you. It's dope to be back on this yeah, boy, man. Yeah. You know, to even share from what we even came from. So, well, we could, <laughs> man, hey, so much, so much has changed, man. Like I was just looking, I was looking back at it because uh, y'all was on in 2019. Now I remember, mm-hmm. like I was talking about mobile homes, giving all, all the game, all the experience that I did. Y'all was talking about how I went about a park. Nice. And, and y'all have got it, man. For the people, y'all got the park, man. So first, I want to say salute to that because that's thank major, you, man. You. Owning the owning a mobile home park, that's the play right there. So, thank like, you. just 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 getting straight into that, man. Like, how that how that even happened? Yeah, man. So, you know, that was when we the, how we really you know sparked our interest in getting a mobile home park was when we first started. We had, we found out that the park charges lot rent, right? Just like HOA fees per home. Every month they make a payment to be on the land. Like for most people who don't know, a mobile home park is pretty much like a big parking lot, right? Your mm-hmm. homes get to stay on there and you pay monthly for the amenities. So that our first park that we ever did, the lot rent, which was, was $575. And that park, and we asked the park manager, we like, yo, how many homes y'all got? He said, 615. So when we we like, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> y'all getting five five seventy-five per unit and y'all and we did yeah, the bro, a month. So we just like, yo, okay, I like what we doing, but this is the goal. Because mm-hmm. if they, if they getting this type of money, 
then imagine what we can do. So that was the goal since we started, right? It, before our first deal. So to really fast forward, so you talk about the pandemic happened in 2020, right? The goal, the, my goal sheet, I actually still got my goal sheet, 2020 goals right over here. And my number one goal was to purchase the mobile home park community. And man, you know, the, the beautiful thing about educating people on, you know, mobile home invest, they open up so many doors. And so uh, my partner, man, he reached out to me, um, before I know he reached out, he had a park in Indiana and we was going to do some business inside of his mobile home park in Indiana. And um, I didn't really have the, the, the manpower to, to, to renovate in the time frame that he needed. So I'm like, yo, listen, man, that's, that's cool. We'll pass on this one, but let me know if you got a mobile home park deal because I love to put, you know, go ahead and, and, and be an investor as, you know, we continue to look. So as we was doing our due diligence and things, man, he came across a park deal um, and just, you know, as far as a partnership, this park was a 50, uh, 52 unit park in Pennsylvania, uh, right outside of Pittsburgh. Um, they were asking, he, he ended up getting it down. He was asking originally for 1.4, he ended up uh, closing it at 1.1. Um, and so he told us like, yo, listen, you know, like, man, I'll quarterback the deal. Y'all can come in as investors. And we like, say less, say less. <laughs> like, yeah, say less. So man, you know, I got a chance to kind of watch him quarterback that deal. You know what I'm saying? Definitely wire our money over. And man, before you know it, you know what I'm saying? Paperwork signed, operating agreements. You know, our, our investment company, Trevay uh, Scott, you know, 17% owners, which I tell people, man, it's not about owning the entire thing. I'm all about percentages, right? Yeah. So boom, we got that one. Now, you know, you know we, 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 we definitely we celebrated that. Two months later, he like, yo, I got another three-part deal. So you want to add to the portfolio, I can go ahead and add and carve some more room out. So now you talk about 13% owners. So we like, say less. So now we got a total of 272 units, right? All in all, that's four mm -hmm. communities, all within the, uh, the, within the Pittsburgh um, city limits. And bro, it's been life-changing. You know what I'm saying? To, to even have that. And so now we're really aggressive. This year, the goal is 10 parts. So now we're really aggressive and, and going and, uh, I'm working on one right now in Athens, Georgia, uh, another three park deal. And that's my thing. The way I get my 10 parks, I needed a minimum of two to three parks per deal. See, man, I think this is such an important conversation because you just touched on some topics that I've been kind of talking about heavenly recently. So I'm leaving. I didn't even expect you to bring it up, but I'm glad yeah. you did. So like, I, like I've been seeing a lot of people like online talking about, like, let's say somebody in the, let's say if in the music industry, in the same industry, like they might own, 10% of a company, but they might have like $500 million network. And I'll see people dogging like, but he don't own it though. He only owns 10%. And I'm like, bro, what are y'all talking about, bro? <laughs> I'm like, the fact he, first of all, he got bread and he got ownership. Whether you got 10, 20, 30, like, I think people be so caught up into this 100% or nothing mentality or majority ownership or nothing mentality. Where it's like, bro, I would take five, 10% of some of a conglomerate mm -hmm. opposed to owning a majority of nothing. Like what right. is like, so I don't know where people got this mentality from. So when you just brought that up, I'm like, I love that bro. Like, cause I don't like yeah. when people say that, like, like you ain't, if you ain't got majority ownership, it's a it's a waste of time or whatever. I'm like, man, y'all crazy. Man, you know what? And a lot of that kind of stem, you know, I think especially from the hip hop community, you know, it kind of go to like a poor mindset at times, right? Because that's our rappers was telling us, you know, I went and bought that car. I didn't right. lease it. You know, man, I need 100%. I need 100%. And we don't even realize that they signed to somebody that signed to another co-label that signed to this right. label. And, and really what shifted my mind on that, because I ain't gonna lie, I thought the same thing, right? I thought like, mm -hmm. man, I need a whole, I need a whole pot. 
But I remember my buddy telling me, he's like, listen, Jeff, he like, Jeff Bezos only owns 17% of Amazon, but yeah, exactly. he's the richest man in the world. So what does that tell you? And he was like, that's the problem a lot of times with our people. We think that we got to own this whole entire exactly. thing. He's like, you go get 100% way easier than trying to go get 100% by yourself. Exactly. And when he said that, I'm like, yo, that's the move. And it's group economics. We all win. There's less yeah. people. Like, if I go get something 100% of mine, if I fail, that's all on me. That's all on but you. It, and, all the work, and all the work on you. And all the work. But if I go invest in this, partner on this, now we 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 can strategize and come up with solutions together to, to really minimize the risk. So, exactly. I mean, any, yeah, anybody listening, man, you know, collaboration over, you know, competition. Man. Hell yeah. And it's not like that's the end all be all. Like, who knows mm -hmm. what you're going to do next? You can take it, you can take it and do something else. So it's like, like, why not get a piece of this too? You get pieces of a bunch of stuff. So right. that that that's that's super dope to me, man. And that's like so yeah, y'all closed on the uh, park in 2020, right? All of them in 2020. Oh damn, man. That's yo, that's so because yeah, I remember bro, I remember when we went out to eat, you told yeah. me like, man, we trying to get a park. And y'all really and y'all really did it. Like that's that's so because I talk to a lot of people that's in mobile homes. And they go and they talk about how they they buying the homes or they might want to buy a park or they're dealing with different kind of owners and stuff like that. So, yeah. like as a now that you're on the other side of it as an owner, like do you have a different viewpoint of the game as opposed to from the other side? Yeah, no, for sure. You know, one thing as as an owner now, I see the value of investors. See a lot of parks, it comes back to that. I want to keep everything within. A lot of park owners right. struggle. So they they would rather have empty lots, empty yep. homes, abandoned homes, and try to do it themselves than allow someone to come in there, invest in it, and bring value. So for us, it's like, yo, it's a no-brainer. You know what I'm saying? Because like if we, we as owners, we allow the people to come in, not only we provide opportunity for an investor, we provide opportunity for a new homeowner. You know, the, the park is that value is being, so every piece is different value. And then one thing I see too, is just as, as an owner, it hurts. Like if you come into a mobile home community and you're trying to move homes out of their community, you hurt the owner. That's not a really a relationship that, that, that we can build on, right? I can't really do nothing from you if you're taking money out of my pocket, trying to take that home and then make somebody else richer by putting it in their community, right? Unless you put it on your own land. So, you know, definitely from, from that, that space, but I think anybody, you know, that's out there, mobile home investing, the end goal, everybody I see, they, they normally say, yo, I want to get my own park, yep. or they want to definitely put mobile homes on their own land. And I think that's the dope thing about it, you know, just kind of, you know, being uh, being a leader in this space and, mm -hmm. and continuing to lead by example. And so, you know, it's, it's the game, you know, being a game changer, man, I can't wait to see you talk about 2020, uh, 2022, 2023, and I see way more, you know, minority mobile home park owners, way more people got, you know, mobile homes on land. And, you know, we really, really helping this affordable housing crisis, but mm. make an impact for ourselves too, and our people giving them a safe haven to live. For example, if other ethnic groups are like, yo, shutting them out, raising the price, gentrification, like, cool. Now we got a backup plan to be like, yo, look, we got this affordable housing. We got these, you know, manufactured homes. Here you go, something that's very affordable. Mm. Mm, that's, that's cool. So which one do you think is better? You think it's buying a uh, something a park that's already established, or buying a piece of land and just setting up your own park? Which one? You, which one you think is better? So, it's all about location. Um, I think that a, you know, a move buying a park already is it's better because you're buying a business. 
right? Mm-hmm. You're buying an operating business already. So for example, if you buy, you got 50 units and it comes with a park manager, it comes with, you know, uh, ha- you know, uh, a maintenance man, you know, they, you buying a system. Right. So you, you really, you, you now you're in an acquisition business. And before that, I had wanted to get in the acquisition business. I wanted to buy pre-existing software companies. But my buddy had to tell me like, yo, my buddy Ron, shout out my buddy Ron. He says, man, listen, bro, you, you already in that business. That's what a park is. You're in the acquisition business. You're buying a business. And that really sparked it for me. Like, yo, damn, okay. And then you, I look at it like this, um, you know, putting mobile homes on land in your own land, that's like a startup. Yeah. Right. So now you building and you thinking you you're bringing community, right? You really you so so the thing is, if you're in the middle of nowhere, you may have a little bit harder time trying to get people, you know, what I'm saying to move in the middle of nowhere, unless it's already you know value people. But the closer you are to you know cities, I give everybody a hack on here. If you buy a mobile home on land, or if you buy a mobile home park, you want to buy somewhere where the population is at least at least seventy five thousand people. Right, mm-hmm. seventy-five thousand people. That's always amazing because what the you know that that stability there. But when you buy it in towns, there's only three thousand, and that really you know I, you go to bestplaces.net online and you can put in your city seat, and then if you type in the metro, they'll allow you to see. So for example, if I buy something and there's only ten thousand people, and I buy a, a, a <laughs> seventy-unit mobile home park, I kind of got slim pickings, especially if the median house. Let's say the median house is eighty thousand dollars. I'm competing with a house. Why would they go get a 30,000, 4,000 mobile home and they don't get an $80,000 house right. on that, you know what I'm saying, in the, within the neighborhood? So, you know, that's just really, you know, my, my best analogy, though. But I would say, you know, again, to answer that question, a mobile home park is definitely amazing because you're buying that business. Mm, that's, hey, that's, you just gave us some gems, bro, for real. So I'm, I'm pretty sure people going to take some value from that. As far as, like, dealing with the actual tenants within the park, like, is it um like similar to actual rules? Let's say we want to evict somebody. Is it, is the since it's y'all that own the park? Is it much easier to get them out compared to actual real estate? Yeah, um, you know most most state laws with, with mobile homes inside a community being personal property. Um, you know most laws are a little bit strenuous. A lot of states like those those very uh, uh, tenant friendly states. You know New York. Um, you know those states they have a little bit more stricter. You know, when it comes to putting people out, but, um, you, you know, states like Louisiana, you're talking about less than 10 days to send an eviction notice. Um, yeah, like it's, 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 it's crazy, but, you know, during, during a pandemic and things, you know, we definitely kind of had a, uh, we had a few people that weren't paying and things. And now, you know, that period has started. So we got a few vacancies now. Uh, but it, it, it has, you know, the, the laws are, or should I say, the, the policies now have kind of loosened that up. So, but um, you have your park manager, that's your park manager's job, you know, to, 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 to be able to do that, deliver those notices on time. Um, and again, it's not a fun job, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we just want to make sure, we, the biggest thing I tell people is, it's not about putting people out, you just want to make sure people are responsible. And that, and that lesson they're going to learn later on in life, they can build up all the school. Like, well, I got kicked out for not paying my rent. Yeah, that was a life lesson. They can look back on and understand them not being responsible. That's what it caused. Mm, yes, that's a uh, major too, man. Because that's like how you just talk about park managers. Like we talk about real estate, like we always tell them property managers from mm-hmm. for most for most investors, especially if you're not trying to be the property manager yourself, it's going to make or break your experience. Like. You got a shitty property manager. You're going to be one of those people that's like, man, 
F real estate. Real estate ain't for me. I'm cool. <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Well, you got a good property manager, you be like, man, this this cake. Like, so I can right. imagine it's probably the same thing with parks with a good with a good park manager. But they manage so much more that if you got 50 units, 200 units, they manage they manage a whole lot. So do you get like multiple park managers or just like one? Yeah, so uh, our first one we had uh, we have one, and she lives on the park. Our oh, other shit. ones, um, that's always a plus too. If you can get somebody yeah. to live on a park, because now you can um, you can either um, you know take their lot run away, and then that you know their salary. You know you you got different negotiation tactics on there when it comes to compensation. But um, yeah, man, I mean the, the cool thing about that, um, you know, they do have a lot on their plate. Um, and some of the larger the parks, you know, when you had started getting like, you know, 150 plus units, normally they have, um, you know, multiple uh, park managers. But, um, you know, again, that's the biggest part of them is just you making sure community is tight. Right. right. The funny thing in, in park in parks, man, the park manager is almost like the big mama. <laughs> coming and telling like, yo, I, I try to tell them, you know, they got their garbage out. Can you tell them they do? And it's a park manager know everything that's going on in that community. So it's, it's definitely good to have them because you kind of had that authority, you know, that, that authoritative figure um, that, that people kind of know, you know, like, oh, the park manager coming. Let me not do this. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it's, it's definitely good. Mm. So I want to talk about this for a second, because I know I even seen you share this on Instagram. And I know we talked about it privately before how like you talked about like I think to like four, like five years ago, you was in a completely different uh, position when it comes to lifestyle right so <laughs> i think this is important to have a conversation because i think a lot of people when they hear us talk about like people in this in this lane when we're talking about money building well i think they be thinking that we always been here in this position means mentally we always been like working and grinding and putting ourselves in this position but i think your story is so dope because you you know what i'm saying you you it went, what was it like five or five six years ago right, you, yeah. you're right or exactly so like and look at your life completely like 180 changed nice. all the way. So like, talk, I just want you to talk about like, how that even, like how that even happened, bro? Like, cause for a lot of people, they wouldn't even be able to fathom that story. If you're like, man, five years you was here, now you're here. <laughs> like how that happened? Bruh, you know, five years ago, um, five years ago, I was living, um, I had roommates at the time. I was, I had a job. I was, I was in the transportation industry. I was a driver manager. I think I was making, that's most money I would make. I was making like 57,000, right? With bonuses, like 60K. Um, and man, I just really, you know, what my routine was, I go to work, come home, get high, smoke some weed, playing 2K with my guys, <laughs> right? And, and that was the most money I would make, right? Gambling 2K, $20 games. And bro, you know, it was kind of like, I remember just, you know, seeing people taking trips, you know, on the ground, they taking trips. You know, I'm like, I can't even take no trip. You know, everybody getting a new Jordans, this, this, you know, I'm just seeing people live and I'm just like, yo, bro, like, I may only have like $250 every two weeks to my, to my name, bro, credit cards, max. But at the same time, you know, I was trying to get a multifamily property, right? So I'm, I'm kind of looking into real estate and things and I really had to, I, it took a, some deep searching. I got to that point, I'm saying like rock bottom, like, yo, like, this ain't life, bro. Like, this ain't, this, this ain't it right here, man. So. I started diving in personal development books. My first book I read was called Six, Six Months to Six Figures with a uh, cat named Peter Vogue. And that kind of sparked me. Then I, uh, you know, I start, uh, my dad had gave me some uh, um, um, Napoleon, uh, is it Napoleon Hill? Napoleon Hill. Yeah, he sent me, he sent me some, like, some, some DVDs he had. So I started looking at that. I started really tapping in and I read Tim Ferriss. The, the book that really sparked me was uh, uh, 
uh, four hour work week. And I'm like, yo, people doing this four hours? Yo, this is crazy. And so I really started tapping in. I really started tapping in. I ended up uh, moving to my other buddy's house. It was a better space because my roommates, I love them, but it was like one of my roommates was a Q dog. So they had like parties upstairs. <laughs> I then came home to stripper parties to, to, I mean, crazy, bro. Like, damn, 100 people in the crib. And uh, I moved. It was a better pace. And I just really became engulfed, bro. I knew I had to get my mind. So we're talking about E.T., Les Brown. Uh, I'm listening to Tony Robbins. You know what I'm saying? Get, I discovered Gary Vee, mm -hmm. Ty Lopez, mm -hmm. all these people. And I'm just like, and I became engulfed in that, bro. I sold my PlayStation 4. I literally, I did not watch no TV, bro. I maybe had watched just the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals. That was it. And I just became so engulfed. And, you know, people saw like, man, be you changing. But I knew that was good because like, everybody successful would say, people say you would change. And, uh, man, fast forward, I got fired March 3rd, 2017. I had to start doing Lyft. I, that year, I went to a life coaching program, maxed on my credit cards. I spent $12,000 on a life coaching program. I spent another th three grand into another personal development program. Mm. Man, I started driving Lyft. I had to make money. But I, was, I tried so much stuff, bro. Within 2017, I tried MLMs. I tried, uh, I had tried my first marketing business. I tried, uh, man, I, I was I was doing some life coaching. Like I tried so much stuff, bro. And I remember again, uh, one podcast I was driving people was a mobile home investment. And my passengers didn't want to hear it. I sent it to Sharnice. And Sharnice, when I came home, she was like super excited. And that's what was just like, well, I knew when she was on, I'm like, yo, all right. She like, baby, we doing this. I said, okay, cool. This is what we doing. Bro, we did not turn back, bro. Mm. Like when I tell you that sparked us to just go 100%. And I'm going to tell you, right before that, my car had got repo. Sharnice had gave me the money to get it out. My credit was bogus. I had a 520. Like I was broke, bro. Like my parents giving me grocery money. My parents have interventions with me. Like, yo, you like, why are you struggling like this? You got a degree? Like, come on now. Like, you don't need to do this. And I'm like, yo, it ain't about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to create the life that I design. And man, again, you're talking about within a three-year span from here, my life has made a complete 360. In 2019, when we did a podcast with you, bro, we were still living in the hood. People mm -hmm. don't know Washington Park, 57th of Indiana. You know what I'm saying? Like, which mm -hmm. it go down. It's real. It's real. <laughs> That's what we was living at. You know what I'm saying? And then now I'm blessed to say I'm living in Old Town in Chicago, one of the most luxurious neighborhoods in the city in a four-story crib. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I knew man, this was going to come. Shit, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I knew this was going to come. I just didn't. I just knew I had to build the momentum. And one thing I learned was... Is when, once I started the activity, I became active, I became active, and I didn't choose to slow down. Everything that I asked for, God ended up hearing me, and he, he saw that I was a faithful servant. I surrendered, and things mm. happened. And he gave me an even larger vision than I even expected, bro. Damn, man. <laughs> no, you just touched on a whole lot that, um, <laughs> that I want to piggyback on, man. But that's... Yeah. that's like I said, that, I love to hear stories like that, man. Cause that's that's really some some movie shit, man. Like that's that's that don't happen to like a lot of people. When they hear stuff like that, they be like, man. Cause like I said, most of the time they see us, they see the position we in, and they think we always been here mentally. Not knowing, just like years ago, we was we was a completely different person. So it was like you know what I'm saying, pockets messed up, all that. So it's like, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So it's like I, that's why I like when people break it down like that, so people can know like. You could do this shit too, man. Like you just gotta, you just gotta choose it every single day. You just gotta actively choose it. But 
I want to ask you this. Like, first, I want to say shout out, shout out to Sharnice, man. That's yeah, Charnice, that's man. that's man. That's what you call it. that's real right there. Like, mm-hmm. I want to shout out to her because I talk to a lot of people that's like out here and they looking for like uh relationship partners, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people that's winning, it's making good money, and they be like, man. They was like, man, you look you're like, hey, like, man, you good, bro, because you found Joe, you found Joe, girl, and you was at the bottom, man. So yeah, you already yeah. know she just don't, she just don't want nothing out of you. you don't say you can man. trust her. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I can't. Like, I'm, I'm winning now. I don't know if she mm-hmm. really be rocking with me for me mm-hmm. or she. So I like, so <laughs> your situation similar, bro. Y'all was with each other from the bottom, bro. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's a different. It's I, I can't even really explain it to people. Like it's a different kind of love and respect when you had someone and y'all both came from came from you knew what it was and y'all ain't had much money, man, and stuff like that. Bruh, it's it's totally different, you know. And to watch her growth, watch like this wasn't the life that she chose either, you know. For but and, and to see how you know she was willing to learn and and I, and, and I think even as a I'm gonna say this for my for my brothers out there, you got to be patient. Right. Because, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. At first, I wanted her to be this superstar. Mm-hmm. Right. That. But I wasn't even a superstar yet in myself. I was developing. I may have knew a little bit more. But sometimes, fellas, y'all can go ahead and y'all can push y'all girl away because y'all trying to be hard on her, trying to be hard on her. And like, yeah, we, we got to do this. And it's like, yeah. no, you gotta let her blossom into mm-hmm. her own. You know what I'm saying? And you work around it. You continue mm-hmm. doing you. And if you if you. She's going to see you doing you, and it's going and to she gonna jump on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Contribute. She's gonna contribute. And, and that's the thing. You can't, you know, I'm gonna say, fellas, you can't even I'm gonna say my lady, my ladies out here, you can't be trying to beat beat your partner into right. you gotta do this. Look at him, look at this couple, they do this. It's like no, nah, like we Facts. normal. We you know what I'm saying? We get into it at times, we disagree mm-hmm. at times and mm-hmm. things like that, right? But the common thing about it, the reason we're able to get over because it, it takes work. We got couples therapy. Right, we work. We have things where we had to sit down and talk, and it's been work. Right, we ain't always been this peaches and cream, and it's still work, but it's worth it all because at the end of the day, I, I look at her. You know, I look at what's good about her, and then if anything I don't like, and the good always outweigh that. So right. when it gets to the point of stuff doing this and the bad outweigh, then that's when you gotta ask yourself. You know, what I'm saying, is this really worth it? But if the good, yeah, if it's if it's mostly good. Then yeah, you can't complain. You better, you know, you definitely that's what the compromise is for and learn right. and then continue to talk about those things and, and be open. What what don't you like about your mate? Be open mm. with it. You know, be be willing to share that, but be willing to say, okay, I love, I don't like this, but I love this about you. Facts. And you know what I'm saying? And and not just a man, I don't like that you do this. No. And and one key thing I'm gonna say last thing is, you know, saying things like you do this, you always do this, you are. You nitpicking somebody when you say that. You got to watch your tone, right? It's a different way to approach it. If you want to get somebody's attention by coming to them and saying, you always do this. So that, that ain't, that's not going to really capture them, right? They're going to just going to be like, and F you. You know what I'm saying? But if you, you know, hey, listen, I, I want to bring this to your attention. I've noticed that you do this. Like, it's all the power of the words when it comes words. to those things, man. And it's, it's real powerful. You always want to mm. encourage your mate. Man, you just talked about some powerful stuff because I know that's a common conversation I have with uh, guys a lot. They'll talk about how, like, man, I'm, I've been listening to this podcast. I'm doing this. I'm saying to my girl, she ain't even in it. She ain't buying into it. But it's like, like you said, a lot of times it comes down to, like, are you are you in it as well? Like, is it? Because sometimes you got to get them something to actually follow. You know what I'm saying? They can see a blueprint, see you actively trying, working, grinding. Then they're gonna be like, oh, okay, I see. You. 
I want to contribute to this. If you got a good one on your team, like you said, they don't want to be like, damn, he's doing all this, he's doing that. All right, let me contribute. Same with, like you said, with girls. Like, girls, I had a conversation with girls all the time, too. Like, man, my dude, he ain't trying to do I'm like, bro, you got to, you know what I'm saying? You got yeah. to give them something they can light up. But most people, they got to see it first. They got to see something where they were like, this can be beneficial to us before they all the way buy to it. You can't expect everybody to just buy into it completely. You know what I'm saying? It might be a few people, but most people, that's not going to be the case. So that's, that's man, bro. You, you talking some, uh, <laughs> hey, you talking, you talking some powerful stuff. And getting back to hey. like, you know, like, what you was going to say? No, 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 no. When you said that, I was just, you know, honestly, man, just want to share. It's all from experience. Yeah. You, you know, like you said, like you said, even with, you know, with the ladies, and it's, it's about patience. You know, Rome one built in a day. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's the, you know, I think that Instagram and a lot of these, you know, social media TV has kind of brought that microwave effect. It was where like, oh man, let's look at this couple. They, they couple goals, they couple goals. And yeah, I will say, I'm gonna say this, the couple goals should maybe be the picture. Y'all right. don't want to take that pose, but you don't know what's going on behind closed you doors. You never know. Yeah, so it's like, what is your couple's goals? Y'all need to talk about that. What are y'all goals? And that's what real couple goals are. Yeah. Not with the picture, oh, look at them, they flashy. Like, yeah, like that's cool. We work for this. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know what they went through to, to get to that point, Facts. and you might not be willing to do that yourself. Facts. That's for real, for real. So, but like going back to your story, I don't like that you talked about how you was like listening to uh, podcasts, reading a lot of self help books because I know. I see a lot of time, a lot of times these days. I see people kind of um, like shit on self help books and stuff like that. Like, but at the same time, how I look at it is like with a lot of us because I know that's what helped me for real. It was first because you know in my immediate environment I wasn't aware of any of this. So my first exposure to it had to be from like reading a book. It's like seeing it mentally, like whoa, like you said, it's people living like this. Facts. It's people making like hold on, I didn't even know. Like you know what I'm saying. I, like for the longest coming up, I thought, bro, either you was gonna have to hoop, mm-hmm. be a rapper, <laughs> sell dope, you know what I'm saying, go to the military, or you know, was it was it for you, you know what I'm saying? That was the, so yeah. when I when I got exposed to people making money in real estate, people making money doing this, that I'm like, hold on, like hold, hold, hold. <laughs> so them self books, I just want to say them self them 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 self help books, a lot of them. It's a lot of it's a lot of real game, and like I think that lays down like the foundation for a lot of people for real, because a lot of people have no clue about this this world of things that's going on where people living in real real abundance. Facts, facts. <laughs> man. Nah, you know, you speaking on that, you know, I think that sometimes the closest they may come is like if Ray Lewis was talking mindset. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jordan quotes right athletes kind of seeing how they just put their body on the line, you right. know what I'm saying? And, and really, and that's what some people attribute it to, but it's 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 really, you know, like you said, those self-help books realize that I don't have to physically put my body on the line. I can mentally Mentally-ly. put this and then be able to, and then what technology is involved is literally, bro, like from a click of like this or this, you know what I'm saying? I can change my whole dynamics from a telephone or a click of a mouse. A click of a mouse. And, and really, it's the it's the willpower inside that. But I think that, like you said, it get self help books can sometimes get that bad rep. Mm-hmm. But I think it gets bad rep from people who think again that microwave effect. Like this not working. This ain't working for me. And what self help books allows you to do is it puts you. So I was encouraged. Anytime any venture you want to go into, whether that stocks, real estate, you know, whatever, investing, cryptocurrency, 
NFT, whatever that looks like, whatever you want to go into, it's always great to get your mind right within these mm. self-help books because it allows you to be less fearful in these in investing in things. It allows you to be have a good balance, right? And knowing that you can separate because I'm gonna be real, like when I first, before I got, I started investing, I, had, I started doing some options. And man, I remember turning $100 to $3,000 and I was pretty much gambling. I didn't know what I was doing, right? This is the 20, 2015. And I'm just like, yo, I made three grand, you know? And so now I'm greedy, right? I'm going to other markets. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to hit licks. And I ended up losing all that bread, right? Yep. I, lost, I lost everything. And I was, invest, I was investing with emotion. You know, I didn't know how to really calm myself to, to, to understand and differentiate that this investing, I thought that was a part of me. So when I lost that money, my heart dropped. I was kind of sad and not realizing that, you know, what I was doing. And I think that, that's how a lot of people get bad taste in their mouth because they mind not prepared to even jump in these games and, and everything is a game. So, you know, if you, that self-help is really just armoring up, it's, it's lifting that muscle. Like this, your yeah, biggest bro. muscle is yeah. your brain. And we go to the, we go to the gym and we work out, we try to get big muscles. Right. But honestly, what can your bicep do versus your brain? Mm. Man, your brain, that's what's really going. I tell people this all the time. 99% of people are not blessed with crazy athletic ability. So that brain, that brain power is really like, if you can exercise that properly, that's what's going to get you to the life you really want to live. <laughs> thinking nice. ahead of people, thinking strategically, knowing how to do different stuff. And that's what's going to get you to that. And like this general, like I just talked about it recently, how like this younger generation, they got access to information that when I was 15, 16, 17, this, this what's going on right now, when we talk about wealth building community, this is fair. People, I don't know if people understand this. This is really new. Like, this is a five, like, within the last five-year thing, for real. Like, when, 10, 12 years ago, this was no, it was no platforms like this right now telling you, hey, you can invest in this. You can make money with people that's younger, with people that's Black that you can actually relate to. So that's why, like, <laughs> like that's why, like, recently I posted on my page about this kid from Ohio. His name, shout out to his name, Darius Whitfield. He started listening to the podcast. And he got into uh, uh wholesaling. And he did a deal in twenty. He did a deal in seven in seventeen days. He made twenty three thousand dollars at nineteen. Wow. At nineteen. At nineteen years, bro. I'm like at nineteen. Number one, this this access to this information yeah. wasn't abundant like that. Like you know, what I'm saying it wasn't it wasn't popular for somebody mm -hmm. to be on Instagram, YouTube, and be like, hey, I made this. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's this this new generation. They got it, man. That's why I, I'm a firm believer that. Damn, I hate to say it. It really ain't no excuses for people. No, mm -hmm. no, <laughs> one. Your circumstances, nothing is no excuses no more. Like that's the thing. It made this world now that we live in it. Everything is 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 even, right? You think even like with cryptocurrencies, it's made it even. You know, for the fact that I can have this universal dollar. You know, what I'm saying universal Facts. coin that I can go anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world to use. Right? The value is the value, what it is. And, and so, yeah, bro, like, man, shout out, like you said, to, to that young king, man. I love yeah. it, man. That's yeah. huge. That's huge, man. And uh, so I want to ask you this, because people ask me this all the time, being somebody that in business with my girl, like, what is it like? And from your perspective, your opinion, your experiences from doing business with your woman? Yeah, man. So, you know, first and foremost, it is, it's always fun because any conversation can lead to a business conversation. Right? <laughs> Facts. A lot of times, you know, we could be at dinner. We can be, sometimes we have to tell ourselves like, all right, no business for the next hour, right? We're going to focus on just life. But it, it's so dope because I'm talking about we come, you know, 
so you know you take it for i say i, I take it for granted sometimes because it becomes so normal but we yep. have million dollar conversations billion dollar conversations in bed right and we you know one thing what helped us was once we defined our roles that's mm. what really helped us right we define our roles what are we good at because at first yeah we wanted to kind of know what everything what everybody was doing right what's going on we went, and then we both we you know we, we both ceos we both you know we co-founders so it's like we realize that that ain't really the process, right? We need to realize as long as it's going great for the business and then what we did, no matter what idea it is, it goes. It's no dumb idea. So if it doesn't work, that's fine. We tried it for the business. We know it's not gonna hurt, you know what I'm saying? And that's I think that's what really helped our, our, us really grow our business because we didn't really minimize and we didn't, we, we didn't suppress each other to be like, oh, I don't, since I personally don't like that idea, we not gonna do that, you know what I'm saying? So if it's like, hey, if it's an idea that, let's say, if, if she don't agree with, she may like, okay, cool, B. Just you spearhead that. Right. If you need some support right. and vice versa, right? If I something I don't, I, I may not be like, cool, you, you lead that and then just, you know, plug me in when you need me to, right? And so that kind of gave us the freedom within our businesses to, to, to really um, be able to grow versus, you know, because a lot of times I want to tell the listeners, a lot of stuff we don't like because of personal preference. That don't mean it's not, it don't work for the people. We may be like, we may hear, like, uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. And that's personal preference. And then we try to speak for the other people be like, well, I don't think the people gonna like that. You can't speak for the people. You okay. only know what you like. And that's why you continue to put stuff out there. So the people, you get the feedback. And it's funny, like, especially us being in this content space, right? In a content space, at the end of the day, we want to give, we want to give as much as we can. We want to take what we learn and regurgitate it. So a lot of times it may be a post that we post that we may not think it's like, oh, that's just, you know, that was just something. And that post may go crazy. Crazy. Right? Mm -hmm. You know, and we like, damn, people like this one versus the one we think that we hit like, oh yeah, they're gonna love this one. And it'd be like, yo, that's okay. always the case, bro. <laughs> so, I don't know why it's, I don't know why it's like that. Yeah, and it's because it's, again, it's our personal preference. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man. But other than that, man, I, I I love it. I won't trade it for the world. And the cool thing about it, when we got heat into heated conversations, we able to sit back and be like, well, that's a business. That's a business conversation. So let's take a step back. Let's go into you know. Let's go into to, to the relationship mode. Let's go ahead and try to make this. You know, let's go do something fun, and then we can come back and revisit this. Mm. Hey, man. For those of y'all that's listening. Byron giving out a lot of business game, <laughs> relationship advice. Like this, I I, I don't even I don't even think y'all expected this. Cause but he giving out like a lot of powerful, like uh, powerful advice for real, for real. For uh, people man. that's listening, man. Yeah. And um like back, like back on the business tip. I know I remember one of something I was saying you post, you talked about going from, I can't remember what you said uh verbatim, but it was something like from going from one point to having a hundred K months. Mm -hmm. And that's just like bro, like these comments, this 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 shit is so powerful, man. Cause I know like where we come from. So I know yeah. like to see where we come from, most people ain't making a hundred K in a year. Not in a year, bro. So to, to go to make a hundred K in a month, yeah. like just 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 talk about that for a second. Man, you know what, bro, is you know, at sometimes, you know, I, I love it because it happens so fast. So you still talk about surreal months, but you know when you when you putting in I want to say this, when you are really changing people's lives and you put the people first, the monetary, it just comes. Mm, you be blessed, that's right? That's a fact. Because I'm going to be real, like a lot of times, the most of our six-figure, we didn't even set the goal to say we want to hit a six-figure month. That wasn't even a goal. The goal was, all right, cool, let's put out 
let's let's do this class. Let's do this class. Let's make sure we hit. Let's make sure we make sure we have this webinar. Let's try to get as many people as we can on this webinar. All right, cool. Well, we got four hundred people on here. Bet. Let's 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 blaze them. Let's give them. Let's give them all we can. Let's answer right. all these questions. Like, cause that's my thing. It's like I can't never give. Cause one thing people be like, man, but you giving too much. I love when somebody tell me I'm giving too much. Because guess what? I still got more to give, right? And they saying that because they probably like, oh, either A, I, I pay for that information. But the main reason I give that, because even if I tell if I tell you something right now, how many people you think one out of 10 people going to actually take that and do it? And if, for me, if one person, hell, if all 10 takes what I say and go do it, I did my job. Facts. Right? And if you need more, then yes, we got educational programs. You know what I'm saying? We got, I, I, we have these things for you. But the more we focus on the people, bro, the blessings come. So the $100,000 months, right? Now we know we set a huge goal for this year, right? Monetary, but what I, well, every time we do is how many people can we help? So the goal is I want to help 15,000 people this year. Mm. I know the number monetary, I know what that's going to bring, right? But at the same time, that's how many people, that's how many people's lives I want to change this year to say, you know what? 15,000 people say, man, I went to a mobile home park. I spent X amount of dollars on this course, right? Which is probably very low. Then I went and made, so for example, our course at $4.99. I spent $4.99 on this course. I went and bought a mobile home for $5,000, but I turned around and sold the mobile home for $20,000. So not only I paid off my course, but I just walked away with over, you know what I'm saying? I, I walked away with damn near almost $15,000. That's the impact. That's the impact that I want people to have versus, you know, hey, I seen them. I like the mobile home lead investors. I don't mm. care about that. You know, I tell people, don't buy my stuff and let us, you know, change your life and let it change somebody else's life and continue passing that down. And I think that's why I've been blessed to have the, the type. Like last year, was, last year was our first million dollar year, bro. Like right here, I'm going to show you. Crazy. <laughs> like this was our plaque, bro. We made a million dollars on Teachable. <laughs> you know Crazy. Million dollars on Teachable, bro. And Congrats, that, bro. That's amazing. Thank you, bro. Thank you. And I didn't see that, bro. I didn't feel when I say I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't feel it. I was just doing my job. Mm. Doing see, my job. And I think I love this to see. It's another conversation that I love to have because I think what you just broke down with the people paying attention. This is what I like to call the science of money. Because so many people they want money, they want money, they want money, not realizing that if you help people and you focus on help helping people the money though it's, it's funny how the world works like the universe it rewards you monetary by the lives you affect so when you fit when you affecting a lot of lives in a positive way and you focus on helping people you're gonna make like byron just broke down you're gonna make a lot of money especially if you're doing the genuine like I, like think about it like this jeff bezos he started amazon it was a book company what you think you think he was thinking about, I'm going to make a whole bunch of, he's probably thinking, I'm pretty sure in his mind, he thinking, oh, this could help this person, this person, I don't know, this okay. kind of person that won't book, I'm going to help them. And look what that led to, like, every company, it, the, I feel like at the foundation of the root is to, how can this benefit the people Facts. that I want to supply this to, whether you making burgers, I'm pretty sure, even though I don't eat McDonald's now, but I'm pretty right. sure they, when they started, their mentality was, we're going to have the best burgers, or we're going to make sure right. people get good food and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that might not be where they at right now, but you know what I'm saying? When it's when it's when it started, started I'm pretty, yeah. I would I would bet I would bet any kind of money the the founder. I'm pretty sure that was his mentality. So nice. if people focus on that instead of just man, how can I make a lot of money? How can I, you need to switch your question to 
from how can I make a lot of money to how can I help the most people? You know, <laughs> no, for real, for real. Yeah. From doing like what I'm actually, what I'm actually good at. Like Byron found the lane, they found the lane of mobile homes. They actually good. Now they can help people be good at it too. So I just want to say that, man. Like that's what yeah. you just, bro. You talking about some powerful shit for real. Like this Thank really, you, this some money. This this some real uh, money talks for real. Cause even everybody I know personally that's killing it, making money. They have, all this shit comes down to service and others. Like you got to service others before you serve. Then the world, the world is gonna reward you with money if that's really if that's what you want. Facts. It's gonna right. give you what you want. You said it. What you want, you know, and it's. And it's, um, you know, I tell people, you know, it's, you got to look, consider, you, you know, the biggest thing is focus, right? If you focus, what else is, it's focusing on those people. And so, you know, it's, it's like, it's like life, you know, you can either, fo- what is your focus? And your focus is really your attention. So if you, you know, I consider like the plants, right? If you have, if let's say my, my, my attention is water, I got a water plants and I got three plants. I got, I got my dreams. That's my plan. I want, I want, I need to water or, some people, unfortunately, it's been a time where I was I was watering my negativity plant, right? Yeah. And my negativity was growing in my life. That was Damn. the wrong plant. Or my insecurity plant, right? People have insecurity, so now they watering that plant. Oh, I ain't, I don't think I'm you know strong enough to do this. Or you know sometimes even come you know Instagram has created that for right. you know, for our ladies and queens. You know, oh my body, I need to get my body done, and this you know this was so my insecurities. Oh, I don't I don't look good. So now you water in that plant and all your attention is focused on your insecurities or your negativity versus and you forgetting about your dreams. So how can you really shift your focus and your attention and continue to water your dreams to make it grow to where it really is? And that's what, you know, again, my dreams, it, it, it used to be monetary things, but my dreams is right. impact. Right, see, and that's the... <laughs> Man, and that's what changes everything. That's mm-hmm. man, that's the same situation here, bro. Like, I it was monetary at first, now it's not even because monetary just come with it, it's just a side effect of it. You know what I'm saying? When you actually impact the people, it's a side like, bro. When we start this podcast, I tell people all the time, money wasn't it wasn't a thought, it wasn't, it was just I was experiencing a lot of stuff with business, stuff like that, and I just wanted to talk about those experiences with people. Mm-hmm. And as it went on, yeah. money just came with it. It was, it was something I didn't I didn't think of, bro. I promise you. I swear to God, I didn't think about oh. money at all, bro. I didn't even know you can make money from fucking podcasting, bro. I'm hey, a straight up. I didn't know you can make money from this shit. It was yeah. just something like, man, I'm going to get value. I'm gonna I want to give a lot of value, and right. that's thinking, bro. So that's that, man, bro. You talking, hey. man? You talking <laughs> shit, bro. for real? I, hey, I, I, I love it, bro. I love <laughs> it, and that's why I know when we first did y'all podcast, I can you know. Bro, y'all wasn't like you got affiliate code and this right. and this and this. Like y'all just like yo, like <laughs> man, like thank y'all for coming on. And that's, you know the genuineness. That's yeah. like, and from there, you know, I think like I said, man, you bro connected. You know, what I'm saying I only we had the Chicago connection, but we first sat down. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody listening, like yeah, man, like I talk, we talk at least once a month. You know, if anything, Facts. I'm sending, I'm sending him a voice message. He's sending he voice messages, and, and it's real, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. and it's genuine. And when you meet other people. You know, anybody listening on their journey, when you start meeting other people that is that are about impact, they about helping, like see how you can service those people because they already on that journey and see where you can help. And that stuff is gonna rub off on you. You're gonna eventually be like, oh man, I see, I like how they do that. I see, okay. And that's one thing that helped me when I was bro, when I was going through my journey, right? You're talking about bro, I didn't make a dollar, right? Uh, uh, I didn't make a dollar for almost six months. 
like I didn't start just driving Lyft. I had just, I was trying to make an impact. Before that, bro, I was in, I was in two nonprofits. I ran two 5Ks on Garfield Parks, uh, Garfield Park, the west side of Chicago, and Garfield Park mm-hmm. for the community. I teamed up with Rush Hospital. Like, and to me, I was so blessed just to be in that space. Like, dang, I'm having, like, I'm doing this. I'm helping people come out and run. And that blessing, I was mentoring, bro, going to schools every Wednesday, every Friday. I was mentoring. And I was ha- I was blessed to be inside the school. I was blessed that they allowed me to come in there and talk to these teenagers, talk to these kids. Like that, I was just so happy, bro. I ain't, I ain't want to dime. The, my, the one on Friday, they paid me like $25 an hour. I was blessed. Like, thank y'all. I wouldn't even do it. Really? You, you know what right. I'm saying? It helped. Don't get me wrong. It definitely helped <laughs> at that time. But it was just a blessing to be like, yo, like, thank you. Like, this is a plus. And so doing it, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. But when I look back at it, all I was doing was setting myself up to continue giving, continue that's giving all. and not expect dollars afterwards. Man, that's man, bro. We they, they this could be a goddamn uh a lesson in a goddamn in college class for real. <laughs> a a business a business lesson in college class. Cause this what it, that's what it really boils down to is you trying to have impact and impact others. But I want to ask you this though. So because you talked about being focused, and I know a lot of people struggle with it, and they they would say, like, man, how the hell like how can I how can I stay focused? Like what's the keys to me staying focused? What's your advice on that? Yeah, so one one um, hack I got for you guys is so everything, every distraction that you currently have right now, write it down on a piece of paper. Write it down. List every distraction that you have. And then in the next column, right next to it, put something you want to replace on it. So for example, let's say you like, okay, I watched you know too many hours of Netflix. Netflix okay, what do I want to replace it with? Okay, I want to place it with listening to uh, audiobooks or podcasts. All right, I play, fellas, I might play too much of the game, you know. All right, I want to replace that with um, taking an action, you know, learning about some e commerce. Like, keep and put the, and here's the thing, it's not going to happen, but now you got, you know, you got a list. All right, and then it's what they say, it takes only 30 days, 30 mm-hmm. to, to, you know, 45 days to replace a habit. So now you got a list of new habits. You, if you got a list of 10 things, possibly 10 months down the line in a year, you're going to be a whole brand new person if you stick to that. Damn, that's facts. And that, that that's something that people could actually, that's a tangible, they could actually go do, get a piece of paper and write that. Everybody can do that. So, because right. that's that's real. Like you said, focus, focus is, that's everything. That's what's going to get you from A to Z. And this, um, like, I only got two more questions for you. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. so, uh, I like, uh, and this is something I like talking about because you talked about how you mapped out a goal and you got from A to Z, you completed the goal. And I like asking people this is a lot of times people, because I, I had conversations with people about this, they know how to write a goal, how to put their goals on paper, but they don't know actually how to complete them from A and get it done, see it all the way through. So, what's your advice on that? Like, just with accomplishing, when it comes to accomplishing goals, like truly accomplishing them. Thanks. No, good thing, bro. Appreciate that. So one thing I want to tell you, have your goals every day when you can see them, right? Have your goals everywhere you can see them, right? So for example, this is my screen table. This is my 2021 goals. I cannot go, when I look at my phone, I got to see my goals. And this is easy. I went, I got an Apple, I got an iPhone, I went in my notes, I took it, I screenshotted it, and then I saved it as my background. These are my goals. I have to make sure I say my goals out loud every day. Now, executing it. Turn your, it depends on the type of project person. I'm a project person. So I turn my goals into projects. 
So one thing is whatever your goal is, you know, you want to see, okay, so you, the biggest thing is your goal is once you put your goal down, right? What are your key measurables on that goals, right? What are your key things that will, that will take to get these goals, write those things down. Then you need to know when is my buy win date? By when am I going to complete that goal? Because now that I know I have a date in mind, because some people be like, yo, my goal, you know, my right. goal is to make $10,000. Okay, by when? By right? when? Because, you know, you, you say, okay, you saying my, my 2021 goal, so you mean tell me from January 1st to December 31st, you, you want to make $10,000? Mm-hmm. That's it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I want to challenge you and say, that's it. So by when do you want to make, t- uh, so now think about, it. let's say you say, okay, by February 2nd, I want to make $10,000. Let's say you made $6,000. You still put momentum on, you put things to do to make, to put you close to that. So do. now, so you, so you come in closer to it. Just because you don't attain it, you become close to it. So also you can spreadsheet, put in a spreadsheet, right? What do you keep, you know, again, those deliverables, what do you need? Break that goal down exactly step-by-step what it's going to need. Who are the key people, right? Sometimes most of our goals, we can't do by ourselves. So who are the key people? What key services that you need as well? And then you need to make sure that you you take one when you once you map out. All right, let's say again, my goal is to make ten thousand dollars. Okay, what are you making your goal in ten thousand dollars? I want to make my goal ten thousand dollars in e-commerce. Okay, cool. What's my product? Okay, right. you know what's my product? Who's my audience? Like once you start deciphering those, then each one of those you need to have little um, um, uh, micro goals within that to hit that because one big goal takes a whole bunch of steps, right? It's, yep. it's, again, I put this up to basketball. At the end of the day, to win the game, we got to put up points, but we got to play defense as well. Yep. Each play matters. We only can make so many mistakes. So if you focus and you run the plays, like my, like my man Beyond Wynn say, run the fucking play. If you run the plays, you will get the stuff that you need. There's another uh, a real actionable advice that anybody could take. And, and do that. Like most people got iPhones. If you got an Android, you could, mm-hmm. you could, you know what I'm saying? You could edit and have your own screen saver. And that's real. I think, I think what you just said with love that boys down to is momentum. Like one thing I learned, yes. like I'm learning more and more through business, the more I make more and more money is money, success, all that. It love momentum. On the when it's when you study doing what you're doing, working at it, going, it's just gonna keep elevating, elevating, elevating right. as long as you keep at it. The moment you slow down. The shit just gonna start slowing down too. So <laughs> you you know, bro. It's real quick, no, for real. Like success, success. It really do love. I heard somebody say success. Uh, I heard somebody say money loves speed, and I'm like, man. And I and I and I I, I, I equate that too. Like I just said, success it loves momentum too. As long as you you going, you working, and you work. Like man, that's what you said, bro. That's that's um. That's beautiful for real, man. Like goals, man. I, man, like this was a, this is a, <laughs> hey, hey, bro, for real. This is a lot of a lot of value that people could hear. This is what I love about this podcast: people hearing it, and and no, not to nobody else, but you hearing it from people that's like actually doing. It. You know, a lot of times people have conversations with their friends. They're like, hey, you could do this, you could do this, or you, but their friend ain't did nothing. Yet. Ain't did nothing. So they, you they didn't listen. To, they didn't listen to your podcast. And heard somebody else say <laughs> right. It's, hey, man, so when you actually hear people that's just did it and doing it. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it hit a little different. So, and this was uh, this is my last question I have for you. I like doing scenarios. So for the person. Yeah. They set the crib or whatever they got, they at the job, they at the gig, whatever, and their situation is looking bad right now. Or from their perspective, they believe it's looking bad. Like they ain't got no money, 
they might not have no whip or their car might be getting repoed or uh, or anything might they 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 uh might be getting evicted, might not be able to pay rent, but they want to level up, they want to get out this situation, make their life better immediately. What would you say to that person to get them on their right path? Yeah, man. So the first thing is you gotta you gotta really uh, be able to sit with that guilt, right? And that and that guilt is what's gonna really that can make or break you. So the biggest thing, the first thing is you gotta realize is you are not your circumstances. So meaning like if you sit in that guilt, it's going, it can break you, right? Guilt can like, oh, I, all this, everything just happened to me. And guess what? I just, it goes back to that negativity plan. You watering that, that's what your attention on. Mm. Everything that bad happened to you. So it, I hate to say it, it's going to be more bad shit happening to you because that's what you focus on. Yep. So the first thing you need to do is shift your focus, right? You got to understand that now. Here's, here's the best thing I want to tell you. If you're going through some shit right now in your life and you're going, he's like, this is some of my hardest times and things like that. Consider the, so you're a warrior. And every warrior had to go through test of battle to even be on a battlefield. If y'all remember that movie 300, as kids, they had to go, uh, they had to go kill a wolf, right? Mm -hmm. They had to go in the wilderness. That's what your life is. Everybody who's successful has a story on how we had to struggle, how we had to go things, but we did not give up. And then now we got our success. Everybody has that. Even people you think that was being handheld and just like, oh, they was a trust fund baby. Guess what? They went through some shit. They went through some shit. Whether it was drug addiction, mm -hmm. whether their parents was on drugs, neglect, they went through some shit. So best thing I want to tell you, if you're going through some things right now, you, first of all, you are not your circumstances. And consider what's going on is your warrior story, right? You are going through shit. And this is going to end it at the end of the tunnel. It's going to be light. So this is when you focus now and really start building this muscle, right? This is when you start looking at things as a blessing. Hmm, maybe I got evicted. This is this could have been a blessing. This is a blessing for me. Man, my money, this is a blessing for me because I'm going to be having abundance, right? My credit is bad. This is a blessing for me because this is showing me. And when you start looking at blessing and you start calling for that higher power to say, okay, listen, I surrender. I guide you. Begin to come engulfed in prayer. And again, I'm not super religious, but I am spiritual. I believe I know that it is something higher than me that helps me guide me throughout this world. And once you tap in with that and you be patient, everything that you're going through, you're going to be like, I'm alive. I'm alive. That's the biggest joy is breath. Mm. So when you look at that, everything that's going through your life and you sit back and be like, I'm alive, man, you ain't got shit to complain for. God damn, bro. Like I said, man, this this could be broken down in a this this is a classic right here. I'm telling you right <laughs> now. I already, I already know the people are gonna mess with this heavy, man. It's, <laughs> it's nothing I could um it's nothing I could say better than that, bro. I can, I'm gonna just leave it at that, man. Before we wrap it up, was there anything else you want to go over there? You get a chance to go over? Man, you know what, man? Um you know, first and foremost, man, I, I want to acknowledge you, bro. Like, you know, what, what this platform that you have, bro, I've seen you and the queen just grow this. You know, I think mm -hmm. that, you know, it's it's not even the, the growth as far as the notoriety, but it's the impact that I'm seeing mm -hmm. that y'all have on the culture. And again, it's a blessing, bro, to, to even know you, to see your journey. And it's going to be super dope to talk about this five years yeah. down the line you yeah. know of the impact that you that you had. And um, you know, I just want to acknowledge you for that. Even thank you, bro. Space, bro. Thank but, you, bro. Man, anytime, bro. But you know, I honestly, you know, I just want to leave off everybody that's you know that's listening. Here's the biggest thing. Um, once you got to really focus on um, believing and trusting yourself, believing that you're capable of ach of achieving results, and then trusting the fact 
that you are capable of it. And that's the biggest thing that holds most of it. We don't trust ourselves. We don't see, you know, we, we see other people doing it and we think they're like, oh, that's just them. They have it and you have it. But the thing is, you just don't trust that you have it and you don't believe that you have it. Really, really, once you start to believe and it's as uncomfortable as it may feel, you continue to believe, it's no lie. When they say you believe it, you can achieve it. It's, yep. it's no lie. It may seem like it's magic, but it is magic. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> we all believe in ourselves. We all believe this belief in ourselves was not given to us, right? It's not mm. something that's, it is something that takes practice. It's practice. You, everybody still has that doubt, but the best thing of beating doubt is doing it. Doing, starting Push anyway. It. Exactly, and that's how you defeat doubt. Starting this, man, and I, man, I, and I'll end it on this. Starting anyway, because a lot, of, like speaking on a podcast, because I know a lot of people they hear this. I, I, I meet a lot of people. They be like, "Man, it's so dope what you're doing." Like, man, it's, and they think. I think a lot of people just think. Once again, when they see the end result, they just think you've been here, not knowing. Then yeah, we started this podcast. We was getting like fifty listeners the first probably a couple of weeks, couple of months, 50 mm-hmm. listeners, a hundred listeners, that ain't really nothing. Yeah, and now, podcast world. Yeah, that, that ain't nothing. 50 listeners, that ain't nothing. And that no knocks to anybody that's getting that. I'm just saying well, like, what it is. But that's what we started, you know what I'm saying? To now, mm-hmm. and we started anyway. Like, we ain't had no, we just like, all right, forget it. Now we getting 15, 20,000. True. Every, every, every single time something dropped. That's a whole stadium. That's Stadiums. a stadium. Stadiums. <laughs> and, that's, and, and I ain't trying to pop my shit. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, just pop from, that, bro. <laughs> I just know. I just know where it started from to where it's at. That's a whole stadium of people stadium listening to every bro. episode that come out. You know what I'm saying? So that's you got to yeah. start where you at, man. You can't just um try to wait to everything perfect because it ain't gonna never be perfect. Experience is what yeah. makes perfect. Experience is what make perfect. And you ain't got if you ain't got no experience, what the hell? How you gonna be perfect? So you gotta start. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta start. You gotta. You gotta. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to. <laughs> that's a job, bro. <laughs> I'm a, that's. I'm gonna wrap it up with that, man. But I'm in wrapping up. I'm just gonna say, bro. You already know how much I appreciate you, man. How much I rock with you and the Queen, Charlize, man. Y'all need anything at any time. Y'all know y'all can hit us up, whatever, man. So I really appreciate you coming on. And before I let you go, do you mind plugging in all y'all stuff for people can find y'all, follow y'all buy anything, support anything, everything. For sure, man. Dan, thank you so much, bro, for having me on here. Uh, everybody, if you want to make sure, first of all, uh, follow the business page um, on Instagram, Facebook, at Mobile Home Elite Investors. If you type in Mobile Home Elite on Twitter, we'll also come up as well. We, we started to get heavy on Twitter now. Just start to mm-hmm. post. I'm going to follow my personal journey. Uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, and uh, Instagram at at Byron S. Sellers. So S my middle initial. So Byron S. Sellers. Uh, man, go to the website, mobilehomeeliteinvestors.com. If you're interested in any of our programs, um, we got, you know, pretty much got all the blueprints for A to Z to how to get started within mobile home investing. Um, you know, we got, we got community, whatever you need, eBooks, community courses. We got a whole uh, institute for you all. And uh, man, again, bro, thank you so much, man. For real, from bottom of my heart, you already know, man. Y'all, yeah, bro. I'm a phone call away. We already know, man. And uh, and for those y'all listening, that's all we got for y'all. Appreciate y'all tuning to another episode. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Xavier C. Miller, and you can follow Deanna. She's at Deanna Kent on all platforms. And that's all we got for y'all. Appreciate y'all. That's another episode. Peace. Yeah.